Hello, and welcome to Dice Try, the RPG and storytelling podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Schaub. Hello, friends. Because Wizards of the Coast seems increasingly incapable of being accountable for their actions, Dice Tribe Podcast will no longer be playing Dungeons and Dragons. We will continue to tell funny, exciting stories through alternative means, and we look forward to you joining us together in community. If you are curious as to why this decision has been made, you may research the issue yourself. I choose not to relate it here because victims involved have expressed a desire not to have the issue repeated at ad nauseum. I thank you for listening. You were cared for. Care for each other. Um, do y'all want a new theme song since we're saying goodbye to saying goodbye to D and D? Yeah, we'll probably need one. I mean, aside from that, I think for us, like, it's just a new step in a different direction on top of the fact that, like, because of the pandemic and all sorts of things that's happening, like, Dungeons and Dragons just isn't particularly, I think, a thing that, uh, a frame that we're interested in pursuing anymore. You're here for us and you're here for our stories and you're here for hanging out. So, you know, we're we're no longer having to wear the Dungeons and Dragons uniform. So... I don't know. I feel a little, I feel free. I feel unencumbered. Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Schaub. I am the host and GM of Dice Try the Podcast. I'm here with all my players, Crystal Llewellyn, Paul Dixon, Earl Kim, and our audio engineer, GTM, Godzilla Tortures Mothra. And true. Mothra. Mothra. Or I mean, I guess like in like tortures his Mothra. (laughs) (laughs) I raise my fist at the. Well, tiny little fist. So I ordered uh, a set that has thirteen different Godzilla movies. Well, eleven because two of them are just Mothra movies. Mothra appears in what, uh, like five of the 11 I watched or something like that. And Mothra dies in every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, like, like Moth, like. There's many of them. Never really dies. Yeah. How much, they made 32 Godzilla movies at this point. Is it, is it, is it 32 now? Damn. I think if you include the American ones, it's 32. That's a lot of movies. Yeah. So all, the 11 I've got is really only a third. <laughs> what have you guys been doing to stay sane? Uh, well, Krista and I had a uh, lovely, exciting venture into the world of tiny-faced makeup. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to uh, take a gander, you can check them out on Krista's uh, Instagram. A special tiny face drag. Uh, if anyone's been keeping up on social media, uh, trends that have been happening during this pandemic. Yeah. Uh, tiny face makeup has been a thing that we've been uh, observing. And so Krista decided to flex her skills on beating this face. So we made a, uh, we made a, a drag tiny face personality. At some point, I'm going to probably edit it together. Oh, yeah, I have to save it. That. But yeah, I've been doing live streams on my Instagram. Again, I'll have it. <laughs> Instagram on Krista's Instagram handle. On my Instagram. Uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays, I've been doing live streams. If this comes out Friday, I'm going to do one tomorrow. 
yeah. yeah, you can go to my channel and I usually do them either around like 3 p.m. or 6 p.m. And I announced that on my stories beforehand. Then other than that, I bought, um, I bought The Sims 4. <laughs> so I just started doing that. <laughs> Are you uh, relearning uh, your Simlish? Uh, I've been having, I, I, I turned the sound off, so I haven't heard any of them talk yet. I, do I need to get all the expansion packs. So disturbing. I don't know why. Well, what's that? Well, there's something about it where it is, it is also just like, just similar enough to, to actual language that you're like, am I just having a stroke? Yeah. <laughs> Have I just dissociated completely and am I like, floating around and does nothing make sense in my brain anymore <laughs> like maybe they're speaking esperanto mm. my favorite thing about the sims is they're like barbie hands the when they get angry like, good old sims paul i know you're moving uh right in the process of moving right now but have you had time to do anything fun everybody's doing cooler stuff um no, uh, yeah, I, I've done a couple of things. I, I've just been uh, doing a lot of voiceover and been doing a lot of e-learning. And uh, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power, and I have all the power. Uh, <laughs> been playing a lot of Ark, which is a video game. It's about dinosaurs, and you get to ride them, so that's awesome. Are you playing that on on Steam? Are you playing that on PS4? Oh, PS4. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you, if any of you guys play, let me know. I got a, I got a world my friend created. We we play on our own. We don't play with, what we call, uh, dicks. People. <laughs> um, they kept killing us, uh, so we create our own fucking world. Now it's just ours. And uh, oh, uh, I got to audition for a musical. I don't know if I mentioned that last time. I don't think so. Yeah, that was really cool. It's for what musical. Tootsie, the musical. Oh, Tootsie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tootsie, my God. The musical. Well. Yeah, I had to sing. Uh, it was it was interesting. <laughs> Hopefully, I got it. We'll see. It's a national tour, so I don't think it'll be anytime soon, but it would be pretty uh -huh. awesome. That's very cool. Marble racing. Yeah. Because marble racing is the best thing that needs to happen. Marble racing is like... Are you going to put the uh, link uh, up uh, so people can look up? Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Jellies? Marble racing? Jellies. Yeah, isn't it Yellis? Yellis? Probably. Yellis, yeah. Um, like, uh, yeah. Yellis? Yellis marble run? Team Hazers. Yeah. Hazer, like, yeah, we're a, games. We, we've somehow decided that we're a Hazer household, so Yeah. <laughs> Hazer. Hashtag Hazer Maze. <laughs> Check it out though. It's incredible. That's who we threw. Yeah, late. that's right. Smoggy, foggy, that whole crew. So, on this week's episode of Dice Tribe, we're gonna be playing learning opportunity again. Yeah. If you don't remember what Learning Opportunity is, or didn't listen to last two weeks ago's episode, Learning Opportunity is a game I designed in which the players take on the role of characters in a educational film. In educational films, they're often put in situations where they can lose their life or be put in socially awkward situations. And whenever that happens, they roll a D12. If they get a one, they fail and they are taken out of the story. 
but they can nullify those effects by giving a fact about the subject they're learning about. The fact doesn't have to necessarily be true. It just has to be relevant and or funny. So I haven't decided anything in advance. So I'm going to ask you guys, Chris, what uh, era, decade are we going to set this learning film? Uh, I'm going to say the 70s. The 70s. All right. What do people worry about in the 70s? Mm. I don't know. Gas prices? I don't know. Everything that happened in the 60s. Uh, <laughs> Nom. Nom. Yeah. Civil rights. Civil rights. Civil rights. Uh, Paul, are you going to be kids, teenagers, adults? I'm going to say adults. Adults? Okay. Adults. Oh, I guess like this is when automation was happening. Like, like really. Yeah, actually, I was going to ask uh, Earl, where do these adults work? Oh, man. Let's say we work at a hydroelectric processing facility. Oh, dear God. I don't know anything about that. And I'm sure you guys don't either, which is going to make it even better. <laughs> All right. Context clues. No, I mean, it's just like a dam. So we're, we work at a dam. Uh, yeah, a hydroelectric plant. Yes. Like we're 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 actively taking the the fury of the water and converting it into energy. Energy. Mm-hmm. So we're magicians. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you know, science and shit. Science is magic. But All right. And. Just like uh, last time, I think we're going to jump into the story and you guys kind of create your characters in the moment. We're going to fade away from Los Angeles and we start to hear synthesized computer noises of guitars, psychedelic sounds of the 70s as we move across the Mississippi River, flying over roller dams and hydroelectric plants. The 70s, the future. What are we about to see? Many wonderful things are happening in the world of science. And how do we get to that amazing future? With power. Electricity. We could get it from nuclear plants. Here is a nuclear plant located in Illinois, not that far from where many families live. Isn't that strange? Or we could get it from coal plants. Look at all the smoke. Boy, that surely ruins a golf game scene dark coal smoke rolling over your golf course. We could get it from solar energy, but that's just a pipe dream. This solar car is never gonna work. Instead, we must focus on the the power of water. And here we see a hydroelectric dam, a roller dam located in Rock Island, Illinois. Rock Island, a city of the future, powered by roller dams. (laughs) And here we have three workers who are diligently working in the hydroelectric plant here at the roller dam. Let's meet our first employee. Uh, Earl, what is, if you could describe your employee? Uh, My name is Clarence. Uh, I've been working at the plant uh, since it was built. I enjoy listening to radio broadcasts of jazz bands, uh, quiet evenings with my cat. I find the sound of thousands of pounds of roaring water to be incredibly Boy, in in the Quad Cities, Clarence sure sounds like a party animal. Let's meet our second employee, Krista, if you could describe your employee for me. Um, my full legal name is Aquarius, 
And I uh, started at this hydro plant because um, I am a, a lover of the earth and of the elements. And I found that uh, processing water for, for electricity is an, a whole new type of magic that we um, need to really connect to. Um, and in my spare time, I like to um, cover myself in rocks and bury myself in the sand. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Boy, Aquarius sure seems to be fun around the office. And lastly, we have our supervisor. Paul, if you could describe. Hello, I'm Digmund. I have come to America to do the dam. And uh, as far as I know, I'm doing a good job. The water is staying where it's supposed to. And uh, as long as I supervise all of you people, it'll go well. I like to stay indoors during my time off and watch the movies that show um, Americans doing, uh, oh, what do you say, uh, cleaning. Yes, the cleaning. What was your name again? Sigman. 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 the Zygmunt. 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 Could you spell it? I collect dogs as well. <laughs> Two dogs for me. Living ones? <laughs> Any dog. Big, small. I love all the dogs. No. I took the dogs, could, wait, how do you spell your name? Zygmunt. <laughs> no, could you spell it? Zygmunt. <laughs> okay. What a wild collection of characters we have at Roller Dam number 10 here in Rock Island, <laughs> Illinois. They have a busy day holding back the power of the Mississippi, holding an entire river beneath their fingertips. How do they handle such important work? What is Krista doing over her? Not Krista, Aquarius doing over here. <laughs> And how does that help in holding back the dam, Aquarius? It energizes the water. They feel the vibrations, and so they're comforted and relaxed so that the water can process. Could you describe <laughs> your dance for people who may just be listening to this education? Oh, yes. For, for those who are, who are listening to a radio broadcast, I'm doing my lovely aqua dance by flailing my arms around like an Aquarius where I get my namesake. Can you roll a d12 for me? Five. <laughs> a five? Well, Aquarius certainly believes that her dance is energizing the water held behind the dam. And how is Clarence going about his day the Hydro Dam? Pretty, pretty great. Uh, it started out pretty, pretty nice. I got to the dam bit earlier than normal. Normal is about 15 minutes early, but I got here about 20. I made a nice cup of coffee, settled down, uh, had a nice look at all the nozzles and gauges. Let's say uh, everything's, everything's working quite nicely at the dam right now. Uh, that turbine is spinning awfully fast. Let's have Hope nothing bad happens. I think that I'm gonna go over by that uh, that turbine and see if it's working working properly. Could you roll a D12 for me? I rolled an 11. 
Well, he certainly knows to stay out of the way of the mighty power of that turbine and knows to turn it off before entering inside to check that everything is working correctly. Good for you, Clarence. And how is Zygmunt handling his day at the hydropower plant? I I was not napping, no. (laughs) I was just uh, checking the books, looking at the books. Everything looks good. Yes. I'm sure the people who work underneath of Sigmund have some questions. Why don't you roll a D12 for me and see if they notice that you fell asleep. Roll a two. A two? It seems that they have noticed. But this isn't the first time that Sigmund has fell asleep behind the proverbial wheel. But seeing everything seems to be working correctly, at least for now. The lights are flashing. Something is going wrong. A gauge is flashing. What could be happening? How are our lovely employees going to fix the problem? Attention! Attention, all darker workers! Um, I need you to do your job better and uh, see what's going on. Things are going bad up here. So, uh, uh, please fix this. Thank you. Sigmund, could you roll a d12 to see how you're employees react. I rolled an eight. Well, it seems that in this shouted haze that the employees do get the impression that they should continue what they're doing. How is Aquarius going to handle this problem? It appears that a gauge in front of her is going crazy. I'm going to get myself into the most stable mountain pose that I can and just sort of center myself and and then I turn it. <laughs> Could you roll a D12? I got a one. <laughs> oh no, it seems something is going wrong. The gauge isn't turning properly. What could uh, Aquarius learn in this moment? Hmm. Maybe I should read the manual before I, I attempt such a dire situation. <laughs> Aquarius rushes over to the manual to find out how to handle this situation. Clarence, being so close to the turbine, feels it pick up speed. Ooh. In oh. fact, it's going too fast. How is he going to slow it down? Well, when the turbine is operating at an abnormal speed, it means that the wicket gate has received too much pressure either in the northward direction or the southward direction. It may be due to the the water flow or possibly due to a jamming of the stator or the rotor and how they rearrange themselves around debris that may have gotten stuck into the side. Now, what I will do is attempt to move between these quickly rotating turbine blades, ever so swiftly dodging my way Till I can reach the wicket gate, which may be obstructed. If it is obstructed, then I will clear it. And how calmly Clarence has described this rather dangerous situation he's throwing himself into. <laughs> Just another day at the hydroelectric dam. Uh, could you roll a 12 for me? I rolled a 9. A surprising amount of nimbleness, Clarence maneuvers his way through the spinning turbine blades, and sure enough, at the gate, he finds that it has been obstructed. I pick up the obstructions and I move them from the gate. Ah, a clean gate. Now everything can operate as it should. 
but it seems that they need to get the pressure under control in the control room. How is Sigmund going to make sure that the pressure is relieved correctly? I will press this button. Can you roll a T12 for me? Oh my god. <laughs> it appears that luck is on the little German's side. I believe he's Austrian, but his mother is from the Netherlands. Sure. I guess he has selected the correct button to get the pressure flowing in the right direction. It's now upon Aquarius to make sure that she turns the correct metal wheel thingies. <laughs> uh, turning, 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 turning. Can you roll a D12 for me, Aquarius? Three? Well, it takes all of her might, and there's some damage to the dam upon finally relieving the pressure, getting it flowing in the correct direction. But it seems they've solved one problem. They might have another. Paul, where's Zygmunt from? Uh, I don't really have anything in mind. I, I just went with a voice. Uh, what does it sound like to you? I mean, we just made, I think we just made the decision for you. Yeah, it does sound vaguely German and like Swedish or... You said you were Austrian, but your mother's from, from, from Netherlands. <laughs> it could also be some like made up Eastern European country. Yeah, it's the 70s. The country that he's from might not even be around anymore. It not exist anymore. Well, how about that? There are cracks around the turbines, allowing water to seep into some of the more sensitive components of the hydroelectric plant. How are they going to patch up this hole in the wall? That sounds like a job that should be passed down by the supervisor, Sigmund. What do I do? <laughs> For your instructions. Tell us what to do, boss. Um, so we're not doing great. We're in a bit of a pickle. Um. I'd like to tell you to take everything you're doing and stop. And uh, take a minute to breathe. <laughs> breathe in. And uh, read the manual. For love of God, just read the manual and follow the instructions. That is all. Can you roll a d12 for me? Six. Well, there certainly is a panic on. And about half of the crew stops to take a minute to take a breath. And another half of the crew stops and forgets to breathe out. Aquarius, how is she going to find out how to fix this crack in the dam? So there are cracks in the dam. We need to fill the cracks. I'm gonna go to my, my drawer. It's just full of ash from incense because I never waste anything. And so every time I just sweep the ash into my drawer and then uh -huh. I reach to my other drawer down below and grab my bowl and essential oils and i'm going to make a paste out of, out of ash and essential oils to patch the wall all right go ahead and roll a d12 for me <laughs> i hope it's a 12. five well you look at that aquarius has crafted mortar out of seeming nothing just instant <laughs> ash a weird combination of scents, though, between the incense and the essential oils, which is leaving some of the crew off of their lunches. Being stuck inside of the turbine now, Clarence starts to realize that there is water coming up around his ankles. Uh-oh. He seems to be in the biggest pickle of all. What is Clarence going to do? Well, uh, I'm first going to climb up the sides of the turbine blades, possibly get to the turbine generator shaft, 
as I maneuver my way up uh, around both the rotor and the stator and try and make my way out through a maintenance uh, shaft that takes you, should take you right out to the walkway that goes over uh, the hallway that is outside of the, the generator room. Can you roll a D12 for me? <laughs> sure. Is that a one? <laughs> uh oh. It certainly appears that Clarence is in trouble. He slips as he tries to climb up and smacks his back quite hard on the metal below. What could a Clarence learn in this moment before he is sucked into the turbine blades and made into chum? What could I have learned? So many things. How to live life. How to say I love you to my cat. How to make friends, make art, do, do one thing for myself instead of living this life of monotony and drudgery, slaving away at this hydroelectric plant where no one seems to know what they're doing. One girl's a fucking hippie just running around and yodeling at things. The other one's a weird man from the Alps who doesn't know anything. Maybe I could have done something or been someone. <laughs> and weirdly, this... This thought that crosses Clarence's mind gives him the strength to rise up and escape the turbine before it can suck him in and turn him into fish food. Oh my God. What a lucky day for Clarence. Maybe he'll take those thoughts to heart and he will tell his cat, I love you. That was amazing. <laughs> oh and now, as the supervisor, it is upon Sigmund to apply the patch to the cracks. Step one, apply water. Step two, apply to crack, still leaking. <laughs> Step three, late to dry. Well, it doesn't help if it's wet. <laughs> Could you roll a T12 for me? <laughs> Ten. And it is certainly It is certainly very wet, and yet this ashen mortar that has been provided by Aquarius seems to soak up and repel the water, closing up the cracks in the dam. What a crisis that has been averted today by that little man from the Alps. We are coming upon the end of the day for our hydroelectric engineers. They're about to clock out for the day, and uh, I think they're about to talk about what they're going to go home and do. What is our lovely crew up to this evening? I thought I would go home, make a great big cup of ayahuasca, and organize my crystals. <laughs> Vibrate to another plane of existence. I like to 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 get in in touch with the water element itself. So I often uh, organize my crystals in the bath on ayahuasca. And what is Clarence going to do with his evening? I'm gonna tell my cat I love him. <laughs> and what is Sigmund up to this evening? Unfortunately, I have lost my job. <laughs> I will be moving back to my home country, which I will figure out what it is after I get the uh, blood test back. It's been fun working here. I've enjoyed all the times I've had napping. Honestly, it's too stressful. I don't want to do a stressful job. I just want to relax. I'm going to go home and relax. So as they remove themselves from the dam and head for their own personal vehicles, such as Aquarius's bike, they realize it is awfully dark out. Yes, it is nighttime, but there are no lights on. It appears there's been a blackout in all of the Quad Cities, in Rock Island, in Moline, in East Moline, in Davenport, in Benton North. 
only Earl finds this funny. Are <laughs> these actual towns? These are real places. These are real places that I know, that we yeah. know. <laughs> Something has gone wrong deeply within inside the dam. How is our crew going to fix it? This is a dire emergency. Perhaps even someone who might have been fired earlier in the day could get their job back if they fix this problem. I can do it. I can do it. Let's do it. Okay, I had already taken a few sips of my tea, but it will be an experience. <laughs> this time you can be the turbines. I will be the turbines. Whatever is wrong with the roller dam. Why isn't power getting to the rest of the Cod cities? First, they have to discover where the problem is. How do they do that? Clarence? Once we get into the, into the actual control room, we'll go to the uh, diagnostic array. Usually that will tell us uh, what part of the dam is currently malfunctioning. If we look at the array currently, we can see that it appears as though section 2A, 3B, and... Grant, I need you to do... Right talk faster! Those, you don't have time! Those three things seem to be malfunctioning, so I believe that we need to uh, go see what's going on. Let's see if Clarence has correctly identified the problem. Can you roll a d12 for me? Yes. Seven. Well, yes, it appears that Clarence has identified the current problem, but also some other problems that are going on inside the dam. Maybe minor problems. How do they tell the two apart? Maybe Aquarius can help him discover how to tell the two apart. Um, I'm going to pull out of my bra two types of crystals. One representing the <laughs> first problem, one representing the second problem. And then out of my bra again, I'm going to pull out a pendulum. And I'm going to center myself and focus. And let the pendulum and the gods and the water decide which issue we should address. Roll it. Twelve. <laughs> It appears that Poseidon and the rest of the gods are smiling down upon Aquarius today because she has been able to discover the current major problem that is causing a block through all of the Quad Cities. That means that they can now identify the problem and figure out how to fix it. Sigmund rushes over to the manuals. Okay, so seems like we have everything we need. Um, the crystals were weird, but okay. Next thing we need to do is shut on the power backup generator. Clarence, I need you to do this. Can you roll a d12 to see if Clarence will accept your orders? Six. Sigmund doesn't seem necessarily sure. How is Clarence going to handle this information? Will he turn on the backup generator? I mean, someone's got to do it. I guess I'll do it. Slowly, Clarence climbs down the steep steel ladders inside of the hydro dam. I sure hope he doesn't slip. Could you roll a d12 for me? Oh, man. <laughs> Seven. A little bit of a slip here and there. There oh. certainly are steep steps. Oh. But yet Clarence is able to steady himself and make his way to the backup generator. But it appears the backup generator is not full of any of the fuel that it requires. How is Aquarius going to get that fuel quickly down to Clarence? I need fuel! I'm going to 
rip down the um, Pink Floyd poster that's in my office that is made out of cloth and then rip down my other tie-dye poster that's made the out of Pink cloth. Floyd tapestry. But no! yeah, I, I share all the tapestries that I've collected in my office and all of the different shawls and blankets that are strewn about. And I'm your Burning Man 07 tapestry, your Sound Tribe Sector 9 tapestry. All of them. And I'm going to tie them together like a little uh, rope and then hoist the fuel down to him. <laughs> Three. Uh-oh, it appears that that fuel is much heavier than expected. The funkadelic rope that she has created snaps. It could certainly hit Clarence right in the face. Why don't you roll a d12 for me, Clarence? <laughs> 12. Reflexes like a cat that Clarence loves so much. He dives out of the way to avoid the fuel canister that hits the floor. Sorry! What the hell? (laughs) And he's able to... Goddamn hippie! (laughs) And he is able to fuel up the backup generator. But the backup generator will only last for a certain amount of time. They have to figure out what the next step is to fixing the powers flow from to the rest of the cities. I feel like this is a job for a supervisor. Yes, I can do this. Where to begin? (laughs) It appears that the power isn't flowing to the rest of the city, meaning that maybe some of the conduits are damaged. Maybe they were damaged in that minor flood that they had earlier. But how to fix a problem? Give me your crystals. Here you go. I will put them into the electrical box and it will fix it. Yes, but make sure to do it with love and with care. They sense ba- bad vibes and bad energy. You must and they'll turn on you very quickly. Can you roll a d12 for me? Four. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That certainly wasn't right. In fact, it shorts out the electrical box. Luckily, Sigmund isn't electrocuted right in this spot. But now the whole control room is down. And they still have the conduit problem. Down below, Clarence can see that some of the conduits are sparking out. Ah, ah, ah. Maybe. The conduits are sparking above me. Maybe Clarence needs to climb up there and repair the conduits so they don't spark out in short. All right. Well, I guess I should probably go up there. Blam, blam, blam. Blam, blam, blam. Boy, there sure, certainly is a lot of electricity shooting everywhere. Mm. Is Clarence going to be able to? To avoid being electrocuted right on the spot. I look around, any sort of uh, a glove, rubber, tubing, any sort of grounded material. Um, Can you uh, roll a d12 for me? Okay. Seven. Well, he certainly doesn't find a glove, but he finds some rubber hoses that he can attach to his fingers, much like that new invention, bugles. (laughs) What I imagine I'm going to have to do is actually I'm going to have to remove each of the conduits manually and then reinstall them. I'll have to open the locking mechanism and then pull each conduit out physically and then push it back in. Using his witchy fingers... Clarence is able to remove some of the conduits and slowly push them back in to reset the system. (laughs) But it's taking certainly an awfully long time. I sure hope that nothing bad happens throughout the rest of the Quad Cities during this blackout. Up in the control room, it appears that an electrical fire is about to start because of the crystals. How is Aquarius going to put this fire out? I'm going to sit down in the cross-legged position, and I'm going to meditate to... 
the gun. Um, Maybe you use the water. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the god has answered me. <laughs> Did you realize? Put the fire out, Aquarius! Jesus! I got a what? <laughs> Aquarius picks up her water lily that is in water, obviously, and is about to throw it on the electrical box. And maybe a thought crosses her mind, something that she could learn in this moment. The different elements don't like each other. Water can extinguish fire, but electricity doesn't like water. So electricity will get rid of the fire. And what an interesting thought she has as she puts down her water lily and picks up the taser that she picks up <laughs> to tear muggers and thrusts it into the electrical box. But sadly, it doesn't seem to put the fire out. That's weird. Maybe the gods are letting her down. There's no there's no emergency sprinklers in this facility. <laughs> it's the 70s. It's the 70s. Yeah. Ooh, that's- We're probably all doomed to die if this kind of thing happened in a roller dam. It's pretty much Chernobyl, but water. You're the last three remaining. Everyone else has, like, died a long time ago. I'm not dying yet. I've got to say that I love my cat. How is Sigmund going to put out this fire? (laughs) (laughs) What have we not tried? We tried electricity? We tried crystals? Have we tried any fire on fire type of deal? Can we put the fire on top of the fire and see what happens? Can you roll a... G12 for me. We work in a hydro plant. We're going to die. All these towns are going to die. Lucky number seven. Well, those are certainly some strange thoughts going through Sigmund's head as he's trying to figure out so many things, such as where he's from and why maybe his grandfather lives in Argentina. What's up with that? He then realizes the fire will go out if it has no oxygen to feed upon. So if he starts another fire inside of the electrical box, it will suck up all the oxygen putting out all the fire. He decides to create a firebomb. What is Sigmund going to use to put together his firebomb? gunpowder. I brought some home with me, and I have it with me now for some reason. (laughs) Well, Sigmund definitely did come from the firing range earlier, and he's able to construct a crude firebomb. Let's certainly hope it's not too big an explosion. He throws it into the electrical box, and it certainly burns out the fire inside, sucking up all the oxygen in the electrical box, but also sucking up all the oxygen in the room by engulfing it in a fireball. Aquarius and Sigmund have better dive out of the way. I'm going to use my yoga powers to, to do an extra dive. Three. Eight. Aquarius gets a little bit singed, losing a portion of her hair that might look cool in about, oh, let's say 30 to 40 years, but not <laughs> right now. <laughs> 50 years, Dan. 50. No. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. It appears that Sigmund has lost one of his eyebrows, so he constantly looks like he's puzzling over a situation. Clarence hears a large explosion up above his head. And he turns in time to see a fireball escape the control room door. He's going to be all right. He's not close enough to the explosion. But it does rock the rest of the dam. He might fall from the precipice that he's standing upon. Can you roll a d12 for me, Clarence? I will. I rolled an 11. Holding on by his 
rubber hose, <laughs> witchy fingers, Clarence is able to clasp upon the conduit and avoid falling as he clicks the last conduit back into place. And a delightful hum goes throughout. The- mm-hmm. It seems everything is working. Just as uh, everybody is taking a moment to realize that the power is back on to the rest of the Quad Cities, the uh, mayor of Rock Island comes in the door. Well, what, what, what in the hell is going on here? I thought it's power's out and it's, I hear explosions going off. Right, Sigmund, you're in charge of this, aren't you? Well, I was, but uh, I've come back to help and make things better. Well, the power certainly back, is back on. Why don't you roll a d12 for me? Seven. Well, Sigmund, I have, I've never really appreciated you or your work, but uh, I suppose we can keep you on. It seems that you might be labeled a hero in the Quad City Times, so I don't want to mess with anyone's perception of you. Thank you so much. I I can't tell you what this is going to mean to me and my dogs. All right, whatever that means. And I'll remember to clock out for the day. You're not getting overtime for this. It appears as night builds upon the Quad Cities, our heroes in the hydroelectric dam return to their homes. I rip off all of my clothes and I lay naked in my bed. And I wait for nothing to happen because I don't live with anyone. And that's my night. Can you roll a D12 for me? (laughs) Ten. Before truly crippling sadness overcomes Sigmund, he cries himself to sleep and has pleasant dreams. Um, I'm going to get into um, my large bath that's full of all of my crystals, fully cloaked, (laughs) and I'm going to fill the bath, not with water, but with ayahuasca tea, and then drink lots of ayahuasca. Can you roll a D12 for me? I don't know if, if it can seep into your skin, if that's possible, but she's going to try. Who knows? Eight. Aquarius comes dangerously close to accidentally swallowing one of her crystals, which oh. could have gotten lodged in her throat, but she's able to cough it up and enjoy her nice bath in ayahuasca tea. And Clarence comes through the door, and he sees, lying upon the couch, his cat. Hey, peanut butter. How you doing? So Clarence walks over to the, to the couch, sits down. Clarence stopped by uh, the fishmonger on the way back. Managed to get a nice uh, fillet of uh, delicious uh, tuna. And uh, he pulls it out, sets it next to his cat. says, peanut butter. I've never said this to you before, but I love you, peanut butter. You're the best cat. Thanks. Can you roll a D12 for me? Well. Twelve? Peanut butter laps up her fillet of tuna and falls asleep upon Clarence's lap. And as Clarence himself nods off to dreamland, he reaches over Mm. and he turns off the light, which is powered by hydroelectricity. (laughs) The end. And that's our story. Woo! Certainly weird. Thank you for listening to Dice Try. I'm your host, Daniel Schaub, and this episode's cast has included Paul Dixon, Earl Kim, and Crystal Llewellyn. This production has been edited by Gabriel Toya Melendez with special music provided by Glenn Davis. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dice Try Podcast. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and review. <laughs> Hello, and... <laughs> Was <laughs> right. <laughs>